Glitter. RPG a day. Take over. Okay. Tribute. The word of the day. Thinking about the word tribute and I started singing. This is not the greatest song in the world. No, no. This is just a tribute. Couldn't remember the greatest song in the world. No, no. This is just a tribute. Have have I put that in your head now? Because it's definitely in my head now. (laughs) So is Kyra going to just go meet Jack Black today? (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. That's not right. Uh, Okay, so then I thought about how someone said to me recently that all great fantasy was a tribute to the first great fantasy ever written and how much that shook my world. And I wish I could remember who told me that, Um, but my mind's like a sieve these days. In the same way, I guess that means all RPG are just tributes to the first RPG. Just like this weird mix of storytelling and solo gaming is kind of a tribute to the first solo dungeon ever published. Um, I was listening recently to a truly excellent podcast where they talked about the history of solo games, where it came from, how it was changed by different like magazines and producers, and I was absolutely fascinated with the episode, and it was really, really good. But do you think I can remember whose podcast that was on or find it again? Nope. So I have no idea. Um, help needed on that one, friends. But if you're listening and it's you, you're awesome, and I learned heaps, and I'm dedicating this episode to you in a weird kind of tribute. <laughs> But anyway, I think it's time to find out what is going on with Kyra today. So let's check in. Okay, well, let's start off with Kyra's leveling because she's up to level three today. So what new toys does she get? Well, at level three, as well as going out some hit points, pretty standard to 21, by the way, she gets access to her first lot of Druidic Circle spells. These spells are always prepared, but they don't count against the list of prepared spell slots for each day. And at third level, she can also prepare another six spells. Uh, She gets two second level spell slots and four first level spell slots. Ooh, and it looks like I've only got five spells prepared, so that means I must have gotten one more. So that's cool. Um... So she gets Bark Skin and Spider Climb as her Druidic Circle spells, basically giving her the ability to give like a willing creature rough Bark Skin and an EC of no less than 16. So she could give that to herself and that would take her up too, so that's good. Um, and the ability to go up vertical surfaces and upside down on ceilings without using her hands. So like hands-free walking around on ceilings could be pretty handy. So there seems to be four kind of spell types to choose um, from the new list. Pretty broad groupings if I kind of look at this. Okay, yeah. All right, I think I can do about four groups. So if I go like fire spells, nature-ish spells, wind spells, and animal spells, I know that like kind of nature is a broad term for other stuff um plants and earth and stuff um but okay so let's roll so one fire two nature three wind four animal okay and i got a three so okay so three okay uh in terms of the wind spells 
Looks like there's three of them. So let me get a D6 because we'll do one and two is Dust Devil, three and four is Gust of Wind, and five and six is Warding Wind. Okay. All right. Well, I got a four. So Gust of Wind. Okay. That's what she has. Let's see if I can use it in my writing about Kyra today. Wonder what's going to happen to her. The weight on her shoulders fell heavy as she slipped between buildings, heading to the temple of Sylvanus. The heaviness of her full pack banging against her shoulder blades made her feel less hollow. She still had a friend in Gwaine who had risked the wrath of her parents to slip her some supplies. As the vine-wrapped stone temple came into view, she was impatient to get this misunderstanding sorted. She would never do anything to risk the ire of her god, let alone her precious forest, so there was no way that this mystery destroyer was her. She would hear the priestess and explain, and then she would be once again welcome in town, and more importantly, in the backpack with her friends. It was strange that she had never realised that their kindness was so important to her before. She vowed to make more of an effort after this was over. She stepped into the doorway of the temple, brushing the leaves gently from her face where they reached out as if to stroke each devotee lovingly, and looked upwards with expectant pleasure. The temple really was a beautiful sight. The roof was open to the heavens, and nature had not just been allowed inside, but welcomed. The great trees had grown to protect worshippers from the elements above, but allowed the light to filter through the branches and ribbons of splendour. The altar was made of tree roots, grown fat and wide, and it was bathed in light. The silver bowls filled with water that adorned it sparkled with a brilliant reflection, causing rainbows to adorn the walls. It was a sight that surely would bring belief to even the hardest of head, and it restored her shaken soul to gaze upon it. She moved to the altar with her tribute ready in hand. And I'm going to roll a religion check to see what it is and what happens. I have two tributes ready to go. It is a DC 13. She has plus zero on her religion. So let's see. Okay, she rolled a 14. Good for her. So, ah, you have come. A voice said shakily, sounding like the rustling branches the hunched figure moved through as she approached. She nodded at the small oak acorns that Kyra had gathered from the trees that she loved and tended, and after a small pause said almost tenderly, You are marked by the stars. Kyra touched her face, almost tracing the birthmark that surrounded her eye. Mirrors aren't something you really need living in the forest, so she almost forgets that she even has it. The patch of blackened skin around her eye is vaguely shaped like a star, and she remembers her mother always used to kiss it fondly and tell her it meant that she was touched by fate. As everyone knew, your fate was written in the stars, but it was slightly more unusual for the stars to be marked directly on you. She had never found it to be anything but annoying, really. It was hard to blend in when you stood out. I have heard that you have had a vision, but I am no destroyer. I love my forest, 
she hesitated for a moment to watch the face of the ancient priestess. When it showed no change from the agreeable open expression that she had come to expect on her infrequent visits, she continued firmly stating, There must be some mistake. The priestess smiled. Her wrinkles crumpling her face like linen grasped tightly and shook her head. No child, no mistake. I have seen it. I have heard the prophecy. It will come to pass. And the room went silent and grave. And in the silence she spoke again. The star-marked destroyer has forsaken all for blood. Eyes of stone stare into darkness. The bark parts and birds scream. Shrine and home will come to fire for the green stranger's wrath. And she smiled at Kyra again. Kyra wondered how this priestess could smile so warmly when she was talking to someone who she thought would destroy everything she loved. She felt like she was going crazy. This woman must be hiding something. And she squinted her eyes at her, trying desperately to read her mind. It's not me. It can't be. It is you, Kyra. You will. It must be, she said simply as she moved towards Kyra. No, get away from me. And at this point, I'm going to roll an insight check so that Kyra can kind of decide what she thinks this priestess is doing. Again, DC 13. Um, She has a plus three on her insight. So, oh, good. Good, good, good. Uh, Kyra crit failed. Uh, That is a one on the dice. So, all right. I've written two things. Let's go. It seems like she's trying to trick Kyra. Kyra believes that. And she says to herself, she's trying, she's trying to trick me. She's trying to trip me up. So I, I say something that I don't mean. Is she moving towards the door? I've got, I've got to get out before she tries anything. Kyra starts to scramble around trying to get in between the door and the priestess because she, she's going to trap Kyra. Kyra firmly believes it. The power is growing inside her and she goes to throw up her hands and stop her from coming any closer. And as she does, a gust of wind erupts in a gale from her arms as they sweep upwards, throwing the priestess back against the tree. I told you to get away! And she runs from the temple, no longer sure if she can contain the confusing swirl of power and emotions inside her. She flees, looking angrily over her shoulder, barely controlling the urge to to stop this priestess from ever being able to call her the destroyer again. Thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG a day takeover episode. I hope you're enjoying our improvised D&D 5e story made from these prompts. So tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks to my jams, Lucas, Shell, Scott, Glenn, James, and Jason. And a massive big thanks to everybody listening to this episode. I don't know if it was Aotearoa New Zealand or roleplay games that brought you here, but I'm glad you stopped by. We'll be back to New Zealand episodes in September because August is for RPG. Enohora, kakite Goodbye.
and see you again soon. Mwah!